Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language, some adult themes, brief nudity, as well as more talks on WandaVision, and what is to come of Zack Snyder. Shocking. Hello and welcome to another episode of Shake and Not Nerd, the whenever we want to record weekly uh, sort of podcast where we talk <laughs> about movies, comic books, sometimes everything on Disney Plus that's actually worth talking about, and of course, some Zack Snyder. I'm your host, Judy, and with me on this week's episode, looking beautiful in person with surprisingly short hair. Did you get a haircut? Tom! <laughs> Hello, happy to be here. Um, I did. I got a... Hair and beard trim not that long ago. My first beard trim post-lockdown. Oh, uh, that's what's different. I haven't actually um, bothered to put the oil and uh, make it all pretty today, though. I need that's to. Fine. That's fine. I should have. I should have been respectable for you. I should have looked pretty fit. You always look pretty. But now for the brief nudity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my nipples, they hurt when I twist them. Speaking of nipples and hurting when twisting. Fuzzy Dan. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Oh, how are you, Fuzzy? <laughs> I'm good, buddy. I'm, uh, I am I have not shaved my head or shaved my beard for a while. I'm growing it back out. Not probably as long as lockdown beard, but it's it's going out again. So, because like, yeah, we, we've seen you on videos in regards to conventions and such that we've attended, your hair is long. How long is the hair on your head? Yeah, no. Well, the the parts that still grow hair on the top of my head, it's quite long. Um, so it will need to get shaved or a hat will need to be worn over the top so I don't look like some sort of weird poop. Well, it's like, how long is this piece of string I'm holding in my hands? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the fluffy, fuzzy bits that are still there are just very fuzzy. I mean, that's that, that's great because that's your nickname. So, Hence I mean, the name. Yeah. Judy also smells like poop. <laughs> Um, but, uh, guys, before we start off, of course, we're talking about the most recent episode of WandaVision, um, which it, it was it was okay. We have a new review. Do we? We do, indeed. It is five out of five stars, titled Great Show by Bracket, the liney thing that has the hyphen between spider and man, Kermit, the hyphen thing between spider and man, and another bracket. So this comes from our mate, Kermit. Oh. Right. Twice nice. weekly, my mornings are infinitely improved by the dulcet tones of these four, in brackets, five gentlemen and guests. While I may not always agree with the views expressed on the show, they are present. Uh, they are presented with knowledge and humour. The listener community is a great space for interacting with these hosts and like-minded nerds. Might I suggest some more news segments on the start of the show, perhaps with a soundboard and the return of retro revivals, dork courts, and listener requests. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, he's put a request inside the review, which is pretty amazing itself. I mean, I, th- uh, I think that's a smart idea. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you've got to give the fans what they want. Um, I also would question the uh, the two statements he's made there, knowledge and humour. I don't know if we have either of those on the show. We, we try to present those things, but I don't know if it's... Yeah, our lack of knowledge is humorous. Yeah, here we go. See, there you go, Tom. You've worked it out. Yeah, he's looped it. He's he's found double jeopardy. That's what it <laughs> comes back around in your face. Yeah, can't be charged for the same thing twice. <laughs> double jeopardy. Love with, it with uh, something Judd. Something Jamal's an last name. Anyway, I have no idea what you're talking. The movie Double Jeopardy with the uh, Tommy Lee Jones and the guy who played Kirk in the Star Trek. Not Kirk. Well, anyway, whatever. We're going to get on this week's episode, we're talking Double Jeopardy. Judd, that's her name. <laughs> we review films that some of the hosts have never seen. <laughs> like Double Jeopardy. Have you seen Double Jeopardy? I love how you confused William Shatner with Ashley Judd. That's great. It's no, not that. It was the, who's the, the fucking, the captain of Captain Kirk? The guy who taught Kirk all he knows. The, the fucking Pike. That's it. I'm not a Star Trek guy. The guy who plays Pike in the new Star Trek movies is Ashley Judd's murdered husband, who isn't actually murdered in Double Jeopardy. Spoilers! For a movie you haven't seen, Tom. It's all right, I stopped listening. Wow. Have you seen it, Duty, is the main question. It yeah. doesn't feel like you have. Yeah, it's that guy, isn't it? It, it is the guy, yes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But right. it doesn't feel like you've seen the movie. It feels like you've seen the trailer to the movie. No, because she loses custody of her kids and then she tries to kill herself in one of the boat ferry things in the car and 
And then Tommy Lee Jones was like, you are one year away from saving your kid and going back and having custody of your kid and you blew it all away. And Again, then, that's all yeah, in the trailer. That sounds like you're describing the trailer. <laughs> and then there was a voiceover with his font coming to the screen. <laughs> oh, God. I think we should do that from now on. Just get Duty to mildly explain a movie via just the trailer. I mean, speaking of trailers, I think we do have to talk about it. We we we, we dibble and dabble here and there with news, but Zack Snyder released something of a two-minute uh, thing. Wank. Yeah, mm, accurate. Fuzzy, I want you to describe this because I can't describe trailers. I can only describe movies as trailers. Okay. Um, <laughs> so basically, this is Zack Snyder jerking off for two minutes. It does go for... It's a full... T- well, it's a one minute 58. So it's a really long teaser trailer. And it's just full of images of the superheroes that are in the Justice League uh, posed as religious, famous religious paintings and statues and shit. And it's ugh, it's tiring, is what it is. I'm exhausted. Um, it may as well, like he plays a Tom Waits song uh, in the background, but it may as well be Hallelujah for all it's worth. Um, and if you're wondering if in the, at any moment they reference the gun and the pearls uh, for Batman's parents, yes, they do. Yep. Um, it is definitely there in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's tiring. There's nothing new to it. I don't know what, what, the purpose of this was but it's just there's so much hype from his fan base that it is unreal now i i will say uh i think when we there was that teaser trailer that was what like last week or something like that where we got like glimpses of jared leto's joker and black suit superman stuff like that and uh, uh matt on the listening community posted i have a feeling duty's going to be excited for this and when it comes out it's going to be uh, and andy campbell's going to be like it looks great and then when it comes out it's going to be it was great <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm excited for this but I'm withholding over-excitement. Last time I got burnt pretty hard was The Rise of Skywalker, and I haven't seen it since. Um, That's what I was saying the other way. Watch the first 15 minutes and turned it off. I never thought I'd say that about a Star Wars film. <laughs> what would you rather watch again? The Rise of Skywalker or Godzilla, King of Monsters? Godzilla, King of Monsters, probably. Really? Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, actually, yeah, uh, 100%. <laughs> There's monsters in that one. There's, there is, and there there are parts that you can just skip over and that are actually entertaining. The only monsters in Rise of Skywalker is Chris Dutero, who fucking wrote the film. <laughs> <laughs> fucking moron. Um, Look, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch the Snyder Cut just to see, just to, like, experience what it is that these people think they're after. Yeah. Um, you know, this is pure, like, everything that Zack Snyder wants to put on the screen is there. And usually when you get director's cuts, they are longer than the original films they released. This is, you know, four hours and 20 minutes. There is absolutely nothing that anyone can say after this film releases that will, you know, be able to change that this is his entire vision. So I'm, I'm very keen to see more, more so the response to, to how, it, uh, how it goes than the actual film itself. Yeah. Because there's going to be, I think there's going to be some very... It'll be some very interesting discussions following that one. <laughs> well, like yeah. when we originally reviewed Justice League, what, when they came out, like 2017, I think it was Justice League. Um, yeah, all you guys are ripping shit on it. Oh, it looks like really shit. It was bad. I'm like, this isn't just this. This is Joss Whedon's one. This I want to see Zack Snyder's. And you know, uh, previously we, you know, Fuzzy's gonna be like, you know, they're re- they're reshooting the whole thing, and you know, this isn't the original cut. I th- I I do want. I do like that. It is going to be. Four hours and twenty minutes. Can't believe the words that just came out of my mouth. But with that, it's like there's nothing cut from it. You know, he has complete creative. It's it's too long. Like we had a discussion like pre-roll to say like you know how many movies do you know that have you've watched that are over four hours that are any good for starters. Um, and we the one that we came up with was the extended cut of Return of the King, which is uh, four hours. I said and twelve Crystal minutes. Memories that is six hours. That's over Why six hours. It was really good. I don't believe you. <laughs> um, no, it's a. I think it's a slogan. It, 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 to be honest, like from my opinion, I think it's very concerning that he's not able to tell a story in a shorter time frame. Like I understand that everything's in there, but if it's four hours and twenty minutes, there's going to be scenes that you can sit there and go, "This didn't need to be in here." Yeah, I, I think that theme may come up in some of our conversations today, Tom. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's lots. There's, there's a little bit, but I I, <laughs> I kind of like that though. Like in in regards to that, you know, idea is when you look at the theatrical cut of Batman Superman and then the extended cut, it's like there are so many scenes that were cut from the theatrical cut that were key integral to the plot. When when you watch the theatrical version, it's like Lois Lane's chasing a bullet. Why? What's the fucking point of these scenes where she you know she goes to Congress and chases the bullet and speaks to Martian Manhunter? Martian Manhunter. Where, like, in the extended cut, it's like, yeah, that bullet melts under fucking flame, and so, you know, Lex Luthor made it look like that Superman killed all these people. Like, ah, oh, that explains why she's chasing all this shit up, where in the movie it's just like, oh, I gotta find out what's going on with this bullet, and Batman's fighting oh, Superman. Uh, but I, I'm gonna say, I, I don't think in that case that was a failure in editing of Batman versus Superman, because they cut out scenes that make other scenes make sense. Like, that was really poorly edited. Yeah, the theatrical cut for that. Well, I mean, yeah, it wasn't that they cut out scenes that didn't matter. <clears throat> they cut out scenes that did matter, and then you got them in the extended, and it was just like, oh, okay, this actually makes sense now. This is a cohesive narrative. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it was what last last week Zack Snyder said that um, there's going to be a su- surprise character in the film that you know we we never saw coming. Um, and of course, on the listener community, a lot of people were suggesting who it might be. Of course, uh, Al from San Dimas said it's Bill and Ted. Um, so on and so forth. Does anyone have any ideas or thoughts who it could be or who it might be? Well, we've already been told Martian Manhunter's going to be in it, haven't we? So it's not going to be that. It, I don't think it'll is be that, is that not? I thought that was one of those things. It's like, wow, that's not really a surprise because we already knew that, right? Yeah, we already knew Martian Manhunter is um, the the guy from the Matrix who's been in Man of Steel <laughs> and Batman Superman. Oh, is it? I mean, yeah, it's that guy. Ah. I, I mean, well, we're going to probably get we'll, we'll get Darkseid and. Martian Manhunter. Are they going to put another character in there that we don't know about? Well, like introduce Brainiac or something. Well, before uh, uh, before the Snyder Cut was announced, and we talked, we reviewed the you know the, the Joss Whedon Justice League film. Um, apparently, according to like Reddit and rumors and leaks and all that sort of shit like that, um, and people going to like pre screenings before the CGI was edited, in, the big guns that Superman was going to bring in, uh, Batman was going to bring in to sort of hold down Superman as he sort of came back to a normality. Uh, was supposed to be Kilowog and Tomari from the Green Lantern Corps. Mm. Um, <laughs> I I would like to see Green Lanterns because that was the only point in the Joss Whedon Justice League where I got an erection, and that Green Lantern gets the shit kicked out of him. Um, so <laughs> that was the only point. <laughs> that was the only point. Oh, look, Danny Elfman's score was pretty shit, but to have sort of the '89 Batman theme and the sort of the OG uh, Superman theme in there as well, like hidden into the soundtrack, was kind of cool. That's about it. Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry. My headphones have stopped working. Oh, they're working again. I can hear you again. Oh, <laughs> now I can't. Um, yeah, and I guess uh, linking on from this news, and I'm not sure whether you guys seen it, have you seen the rumours that are going around at the moment that they're recasting Superman? Yeah, J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot what? Uh, studio is doing a Superman film. Uh, we're not going to see it for five years. We haven't seen a Nightwing film from Chris McKay, and that was supposed to be going ahead. Any, any idea who's rumored to be the new 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 man? They, no, I don't think so. I read online they wanted to use fuck. What's it's? I can't recall his actual name. Like how there's like uh, Cal L. Ashley or, Judd. Yeah. Oh, they wanted to use a different iteration. Of they Superman. wanted to use Zod L. I think his name was from memory. Um, I can't remember the actual name, but it's 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 from the Earth Two run from Nicholas Scott and. and Tom Taylor, but it is a African American Superman. It's a black Superman, uh, okay. um, and I think he happy was, with that. I think that's, he's re- that's interesting. I think he's referred to as Obama Superman. I think I need to confirm. Um, <laughs> Uncomfortable. Or his name, or like his human name was Obama, or something like that. Um, but yeah, that story was really cool because the OG Superman, you think he dies, but he actually gets sort of taken by Darkseid, and he gets turned into his sort of, you know, his right hand man, his henchman sort of thing, and you have evil Superman versus a sort of you know, a good Superman. Um, and it was a really, really cool fight. And the outfit was completely different because it's blue and white rather than sort of the red and the traditional red and blue. Mm. Um, so, mm, okay. yeah, they could go down that road. Who who knows? Speaking of uh, new Superman, um, hey, did you guys catch the, the new uh, Superman and Lois show? I saw the no. that, that five-minute opening for it, that sort of the recap-y thing. Um, yeah. 
that looked really cool. I actually really, really enjoyed that. Um, but then it was like, oh, I had I had twin boys with Lois. I'm like, no, you don't. You have one. You don't have two. Like, well, Jonathan's great. He, he's, he's a happy-go-lucky kid. And I can't remember the other kid's name, but he has anxiety disorder. I'm like, you have one Jordan. kid. Jordan, okay. Uh, I was like, you have one kid. The, the whole thing is you have one kid. And that kid sort of becomes best mates with Damian Wayne. And in the future, they become their own Superman and Batman. Uh, no, and this one he has twins who don't look alike. Um, and yes, yeah, one one of them's good and one of them's you know just he's got a bit of edge. He's a rebel. He plays loud music and plays you know fighting games and stuff like that. It's it's so stupid. It turned into a teen drama faster than you could fucking blink. Yeah, uh, I I, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. But um, uh, I I'm not I'm going to try and pronounce this guy's name because it seems really weird. Uh, Tyler Hoechlin. Tyler Hoechlin. Yeah. Yep, there we go. Um, he, who's uh, Clark Kent slash Superman, he, he's kind of cool. I like him. He does a he, he does a good Superman. Some people I've heard saying he's a better Superman than Henry Cavill as a Superman, and I'm like, well, look, I can see that. Like, he actually has that sort of. He's big, but he's not, you know, a giant triangle like Henry Cavill is, um, and he doesn't also seem to be depressed like Henry Cavill is. Um, but I sort of, I really like that sort of. That, that one shot of, like, the kid who's just, like, walking and just fucking hanging out doing his thing. And, like, a car's about to drop on him and Superman, like, catches the car, but he moves so fast he, like, flips his hat off. And when he puts the oh, car you mean down, the ad for the uh, PT Cruiser? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> where the PT Cruiser... Yeah, because, like, you look at you know, Action Comics <laughs> 1 and it's this green fucking weird vanny bug thing and it looks like an old PT Cruiser. Um, but then, like, I, that's what I... That's, that's, for me, what Superman is. Like, he knocks the kid's hat off because he's moving so quickly and then he walks over to him and puts the hat back on him. You know, chats to him for like two seconds and then off he goes. I'm like, that's Superman. Mm. Not fucking, I'm depressed because no one likes me. Yeah, no, look, the opening five minutes was a lot of fun. Uh, the rest of it, it it's going to be an angsty teen drama CW show in, in no time fa- flat. So I'll give the second episode a watch, but I'm, I'm not expecting much. Um, it's just, yeah, there's there's lots of things about the show that you can just smell CW all over it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend if you are, if you are a fan of uh, the Superman TV stuff. But look, you know, he's, he's good. He's good enough. He's a good Superman on his own. Well, it's like they tried to keep fucking Arrow going after Arrow finished and they were going to call it Green Arrow and the Canaries. And it was a female Green Arrow and it was a job for Katie. I can't even fucking remember her name. Um, and that got cancelled very, very quickly. It's like, CW just keep throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like, let's do Batwoman with Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose doesn't want to do it anymore. Let's just keep going with it. They keep making money. Simple <laughs> as that. I don't, I don't it's hard to deny. <laughs> but, like, you lo- you'd lose money as well from, like, you know, having to cancel shows and building sets and building outfits and all that sort of shit. Obviously not enough. <laughs> yeah. If Warner Brothers is like, hey, we maybe need to tighten up the reins a little bit. It's like, stop making Mark Guggenheim give directions on shows. He needs to stop. <laughs> yeah, they really don't. Guggenheim! Um, Warner Brothers really don't seem to care about their IP to the same extent as Marvel does. Marvel does really good movies, obviously. Um, their TV shows are so-so. Um, but DC does better books, does better animated, does better games, does better in that department. But, of course, movies rake in so much more money and so much more publicity as well. Because, like, hey, did you see the new Thor film? It's fucking great. It's like, yeah, did you see Shazam? But I'm just going to say, I feel, I feel like that's also a matter of opinion on the books. <laughs> Name a good recent Marvel book. I don't know. I don't read them. <laughs> there's no good recent Marvel. Jason Aaron. Maybe anything Jason Aaron I touches. I guarantee there's probably somebody listening to this right now screaming Marvel. Screaming. I can, Absolutely I can, screaming. I can hear the guys from Some Like a Slab going, what about Amazing Mary Jane? That was a great book. Essentially, Marvel and DC both did these books of let's do books on side characters. Let's do one on Mary Jane and she wants to be a serious actress. And let's do one on Jimmy Olsen. Superman. Superman. The book is called Superman's Pal, Jimmy Olsen. And Ugh. apparently the Jimmy Olsen book is fucking hilarious. Because, like, someone tries to kill him, so they fake kill him, so then they have to put him in witness protection, so they give him to Batman to put him in witness protection. And it is fucking great, apparently. And Amazing <laughs> Mary Jane is like, I'll never be an actress, because I'm married to Spider-Man. <laughs> That's the whole book, apparently. Good God. Apparently the only thing it's good for is throwing it in the fire to keep yourself warm on those cold winter nights. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look for a better book. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of books, we're brought to you by Incognito Comics, if you didn't already know. <laughs> oh, what a segue. Yeah, right? I'm getting better at it. 
uh, came straight to my mind. I'm going off script now, and I'm g- d- drawing out words. <laughs> <laughs> Panic! <laughs> uh, you can find them online at incognitocomics.com. The link is in the description below. Uh, I just read the... Um, IDW, of course, is uh, they do Ninja Turtles. They do Transformer books. They just did Beast Wars number one. It's fucking awesome. Um, it is a merge between its own sort of creative route that they want to go with it, but it's also paying a lot of love and homage to the original sort of TV show. Um, I also finished reading... Uh, Fuzzy, you read Doctor Strange Damnation, didn't you? That event book? I did, yes. Yeah. Um, it was good. Yeah, so there is a there was a Ghost Rider run that was only eight issues and Marvel cancelled it. Don't know why. Bunch of fucking morons. Um, but the whole story was um, demons are getting out of hell um, because the end of the Doctor Strange book was uh, Mephisto, the king of hell, has taken over Las Vegas They need a f- and he's turning everyone into demons and turning the Avengers into ghost riders. So Doctor Strange assembles his own team to take out Mephisto. Um, the book ends with Mephisto going to Earth to try and stop Doctor Strange, but when he does that, he leaves his throne and Ghost Rider goes on the throne. So Ghost Rider becomes the king of hell. Uh, this whole story was... Demons are getting out of hell, so Ghost Rider goes out of hell to recapture the demons, but every demon he captures and takes back to hell, it's making him evil. Um, so they need to assemble a crew to essentially take out this Ghost Rider, who's sort of like, he turns into a little bit of a hellboy, his horns like keep growing out of his head and he has like a hellboy look to him. Um, it was a really, really good book, and it ended with the idea of like this big war between heaven and uh, between hell's demons and sort of Ghost Rider coming together, uh, and one Ghost Rider like permanently loses his powers as well. So it was a really cool book. Um, you can find that as well at Incognito Comics. It's called Heart of Darkness and Hell's Fury. I think it was really, really fucking good books. Highly recommended if you're a Ghost Rider fan, or if you want something different. It's only eight issues, so it's not very long. Mm. Mm. Good recommendation. Well done. Yes. There you go. But we're talking more WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> Sound more enthused about it. Now, <clears throat> I said to Ian, because as, as, uh, I was hanging out with Ian last night, WandaVision, to me, does not work as a weekly show. It works so much better as a bingeable content. Because, of course, I haven't been on the last, what, two episodes for the, for the WandaVision recaps that you guys have done. So I sure. haven't watched WandaVision. Um, and then when I told Mrs. Judy that, uh, you know, we're going to need to watch, I'm going to need to watch more WandaVision. She's like, oh, do we fucking have to? So we put it on and we binged what, like four, five episodes in a row. It's much yeah. better in that consumable form rather than weekly because this episode I feel like would be, so, this ep- this week's episode was pretty good and it made the first two batshit boring episodes better because if you binged it through to this point, it would sort of make cohesive sense rather than what the fuck is going on. Mm. So... Yeah, that's. I think I think WandaVision is better as bingeable. Well, look, every every episode tends to end on a tease, which is just really frustrating. Uh, <laughs> it's okay to do once or twice, but every single episode tease a little bit more. I'm I'm preparing for next week for uh, the last episode in the series to be one massive tease that you go and Wanda will be back in you know Doctor Strange too. It, it's gonna it's the gonna end of a James Bond credit. I'm gonna get angry. That's gonna happen. That's that's. The, we'll talk about the episode, but that is my biggest complaint about this show so far. Is where the fuck is Doctor Strange? I think he'll, he'll be there. He'll be there. <laughs> he will. He'll he'll show up. He's showing up too late, though. It's, it's it's rocking up to a fucking party after most of the guests go home. Yeah, true. Well, look, the, the um, episode eight, I think, was 47 minutes. Yeah. Um, episode nine, I believe, is going to be close to 50. So okay. there's a lot to go through in that. And there's 11 episodes, aren't there? Yeah, there's only two more episodes left, I think. I think. I think there's nine. We'll confirm that and get back to you. <laughs> I will Google Fuzzy what happened on this. Uh, Tom, what happened on this week's episode? I asked Fuzzy about the trailer. Tom, what happened on this week's episode? Well, we're doing the last two weeks. Oh, okay then. <laughs> um, <clears throat> as for what happened in the last two... What? That's I right, I've got remember. the details. It's fine. Because <laughs> <Yeah>, I, <laughs> I remember this week's one because I just watched it last night. Where the, the Modern Family episode, episode was the episode. Ah, the Modern before. Family episode. All right, so Fuzzy, it sounds like you've already come prepared because you are the best of us. Uh, <laughs> continue. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Wanda's gone through her, uh, I suppose there was that big incident where Vision tried to escape. Um, she expanded the hex. She's uh, feeling very, uh, very down on herself and basically just needs to have a day where she's not being everything. Um, so she, uh, she's she gone a little bit loopy and, and gets Agnes to babysit the boys for her. 
Um, and while this is happening, all the house is doing its weird, changey thing. So things are, are, are fluxing through various timelines uh, within the shows that we've seen, and Wanda's struggling to uh, to get everything back into control. Um, at the same time, we've got Vision teaming up with Darcy um, to to do some stuff, which ends up really not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and um, and then we had uh, um, <laughs> Monica Rambeau and Jimmy um, uh, trying to get into the hex again, and they use the they use some sort of space truck, space rover. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of space truck this is, but they try and get into uh, the hex, and that does not work. Um, but um, but Monica Rambeau does get inside the hex. The space truck's all fucked up. Um, and she starts trying to uh, communicate uh, with Wanda, and then there's a whole clash, and this is where the big reveal comes in, um, that Agnes uh, takes takes over and basically pisses off Captain Rambo and tells, uh, tells Wanda in a twist that it was her all along. That's right. I mean, yeah. I remember now. Yeah. <clears throat> And we also have and Monica Rambo becoming some form of superhuman because she keeps going through the barriers and it's genetically changing her blood. Yeah. Yes. She becomes blue. Because what she becomes Captain Marvel in the books, doesn't she, at some point? No. Is that what it was? I, I think she, she becomes something. She be, she's something, yeah. Definitely something. Yeah. <laughs> she becomes a bunch of different things. Like there's there's been, I, I, I can't remember the exact names of her characters, but she becomes a, a bunch of different superheroes in the comic books. Um, yeah, but yes, I think Captain Marvel may have been one of them. Uh, I will find it. She becomes now, some things. Now, I, I just have to ask, just on this one, obviously, that, that, that musical number that we get at the end, that it was... It uh, was Agatha all along. I hated it. Yeah, so did I. I hated yeah, it. Adam's family thing. I hated it so much. People and everybody been online has been like, it's fantastic. It's in my head. I've had it on repeat. And I'm just like, it took away from the reveal. <laughs> yeah. The only cool thing I've seen is like people turning it into memes. It's like New Master Sixty Nine, who was you know in the fucking Avengers film. It was Agatha all along. Great, <laughs> great film. Great, like memes are good, but the theme is just cringy. She killed a dog, man. That's fucked. She did. She killed a spark. <laughs> that, that was pretty harsh. <laughs> and fuck off, man. You don't kill a dog. Kill a rabbit or a fucking bug bird. Bug bird. bird. Oh yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. bitch. <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah, very interesting reveal there that we get. Um, I think it kind of leads. It. We kind of have to talk about these two episodes in uh, like in parallel. And I think we should because a, a lot of ha- a lot of what happens at the end of that episode flows into uh, episode eight. And um, yeah, it's just it's it's this whole weird thing of Agatha being a witch. And yeah, that's uh, it's well because uh, yeah, she reveals herself to be Agatha Harkness instead of Agnes, and there's this. Uh, Duty, can you tell us about the uh, that character? Sure. Agatha Harkness is a fictional character that appears in American comic book published by Marvel Comics. She is a powerful witch portrayed by uh, portrayed as a sinister heroine, 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 uh, heroine. and teacher of Wanda Maximoff, as well mm. as a mother of Nicholas Scratch. Gotta love that scratch. Uh, and depicted as one of the original witches from the Salem Trials. Mm, there we go. And, so, we, and which website do you have to credit that to? Um, you know when you type something on, on Google and it comes up on the side page? I, I figured it was just the rich card on the side page. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, as a... as a, um, I'm not a huge Marvel fan, but I've never heard of this character before. Um, so it wasn't like a, you know, oh, we're having fucking... Uh, you know, Domamu was Domamu would be a fucking sweet villain, um, but it's like oh, it's Domamu. Oh, I know a little we've bit. Had, about we've it. had that already. <laughs> no more Domamu. Domamu's fucking no bad. more Domamu. But when again you sc- and again, when you scroll again and the, again and again, little note when you scroll to the bottom of the little thing at the, on the bottom of Google, um, it's like people also search for, of course, Wanda Maximoff Vision Mephisto. Um, so I'm wondering if she has. I would love a Mephisto, but yeah, it's just she's a witch. That's it. Yes, she's an evil witch, and with this they bring magic like magic magic into the MCU because obviously they have had Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange but they said that his power came from different realities and stuff it wasn't really like Salem witchcraft sort of powers and this is the first that we've seen of that 
We sort of like, you know, watching Doctor Strange again recently, they talk about, um, yeah, accessing other dimensions to draw their powers from it, but they're using spells to do that. So they're kind of using magic, but probably not in the same way. Mm. Um, and there's the, there's this thought process around uh, people that can learn magic as opposed to people who are naturally gifted with magic. So yeah, cause strange uh, people like uh, Wanda and, uh, and Agatha, obviously uh, natural magicians or witches. Um, so, yeah, very like there's, there's that kind of difference between the two. And and to Tom, as Tom was saying as well, it is sort of the first time because we're seeing like you know, uh, like beams and shit like that coming out and all that sort of stuff like that. When when you think of Doctor Strange, it's generally like those giant sort of protection barriers or like you know when he he, he pulls out the fucking the the tabard things. Like, I've forgotten the actual name of the spell that come out of his hands to wrap up Thanos. Like it's never really like Harry Potter fucking shooting a beam out of your wand or whatever. It's generally sort of an illusiony sort of style of magic. It's never really a, a, a traditional shooting spells mm. so mm. well i'm just wondering just for the sake of as you said before fuzzy um because we need to probably discuss these two as a unit and it would probably be beneficial considering we've done both of them um do you have mm-hmm. the the write-up for the next one and then we can just talk across the top of the two episodes Sure. Um, so uh, episode eight uh, starts off with uh, going back in time. We got to go back in time to Salem, sixteen ninety three. I could get the song. <laughs> um, and Agatha is basically uh, being held by a bunch of other witches um, for basically accused of accessing dark magic, and they basically they try to kill her. And with blue magic, and she fights back with purple magic and destroys them all. Um, and yeah, basically she uh, comes cuts forward to to modern times, and um, Agatha starts talking to Wanda and saying, "Well, look, you know, I want to understand uh, how you got to this point. You know, how you did this whole big hex, and what kind of magic you're using." It seems like Agatha's one of those, like, very much she, she learns everything about magic. She knows what's going on, mm. whereas Wanda's just kind of responding and just doing things naturally. Um, so, yeah, Agatha's trying to understand so she can gain those powers. And she basically forces uh, Wanda to relive a bunch of, like, painful memories um, through her, throughout her life to understand what happened, what triggered her off. Um, so we get flashbacks to uh, when her her family was killed by the Stark missile. Um, we get um, what else? Do we get oh, when she was being experimented on um, with the, uh, the the saber thing. Uh, Loki scepter, Mindstone. That's the one. Um, we get uh, a fast forward. The, the the most interesting one I thought was when um, she goes to uh, Sword to uh, take Vision's body back. Um, and you see through the whole memory from her her uh, her point of view, and she accesses it. She talks to um, uh, Director Haywood, and basically Director Haywood says, "No, we're trying to actually you know un- you know understand what's going on and build it up again." Um, and she leaves, like you know, she gets really sad and you know, tries to connect with uh, with Vision, and she leaves without actually stealing the body. So yeah, we've seen uh, videotapes previously that um, Haywood had shown everyone where she'd like stormed in and killed everybody and all the rest of it. So they clearly faked it, um, which was kind of interesting. And then um, we see her move to. She basically drives to Westview, where she um, like reveals that. Vision had given her a deed to a property um, that, to say that they would grow old together at this particular place, and it's just this you know property lot. And she starts freaking out and going all red superpowers, witch powers, and that's when you know it's basically the start of um, of the WandaVision show. So it sort of connects right back to the start there. Yeah. Um, which is which is kind of cool. And then the episode uh, the episode ends with Agatha. Um, t- uh, telling her that she's accessing uh, chaos magic, um, and you know she's uh, she's more powerful than she could possibly know, and she start <laughs> she ends off the episode with one of the most confusing things that I've ever heard in the series, uh, where she says, "Oh, you are definitely the Scarlet Witch," and it was. Yeah, I, I thought we'd already called her the Scarlet Witch during no, the show. No, she's never been called. Not, not even, even in the movies Scarlet as well. Witch. No, only toys and figures and stuff. She's never been called Scarlet Witch anywhere else. Yeah, so it was. It was. I think it was supposed to be this really big reveal, um, but 
because we'd already been referred to, I suppose, outside of the movies then. Yeah, yeah. You know, people had referred to as the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, you know, it, it lost a, a little bit of its sting <laughs> in this this big explosive reveal, um, which is uh, which was a little bit disappointing. Um, but yes, that's um, we'll talk a little bit about that as well because there's some stuff there. And in the mid credit scene, um, we had um, Haywood reactivating the Vision Corpse. Um, I'm I'm going to call him Nega Vision at this stage um, <laughs> because it was just Vision but white. So um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. And he looked silly. Yeah, I didn't. Yes. Even, I didn't even see it. I just saw a photo of it. Alright, ah, cool. It looked. I, I've got some theories about that too. So yeah, uh, we also have uh, when Agatha's going over, you know, her whole thing. The reason why we have Evans Peters Quicksilver rather than uh, Aaron. Yeah, it was Aaron just some random person she possessed. Yeah, it was just like, well, it's a lot harder to resurrect the dead. Um, so I just got a random like, all right. So the entire time, as as we the audience were going like, cool, they're they're, they're moving something with the X Men universe or something like that. It's just like, nah, it's just a random. I still think there might actually be some connections to X Men happening in here because I think that what, um, and I think we touched on it. Somebody touched on it our last episode where they said how um, Rambo was changing as she went in and out of the hex. Mm. Um, yeah. I think there, were, there there's a point in here where it sort of, to me, it sort of alluded to Wanda's power wasn't granted by the stone. It was unlocked by the stone. She already had yeah. the powers and it's the stone uh, that did yeah. that. So I'm wondering whether there's going to be something at the end of this that causes the hex to just like sort of break out and go all the way around the world. And there's going to be people that had these hidden potentials inside them. And that's going to, like, flip a switch and all of a sudden mutants are going to start appearing. Well, we did, like, you know, when we were talking about that, like, you know, uh, Darby, uh, Darby, Darcy, Darcy. No, I can't remember. Yeah, she was basically saying to Rambo, like, um, uh, your DNA is being, like, reconstructed or rewritten every time you, you cross the, the hex. So she's specifically had this. I don't know, like, maybe some of the other people inside uh, Westview will still have that as well. But yeah, if it does go globally, I think there's you know there's potential for that to yeah definitely affect more than just um, yeah just a few people. Because there was the theory too that using the Infinity Stones on Earth sends that gamma gamma radiation around. I mean, it is it is a way to introduce mutants into this world. But I I kinda I I I personally prefer the thing of like yeah, there's always been mutants here. They just don't want to be known or seen because they're persecuted or they're hunted or they're killed or whatever it might be. Um, where with like when you think of like all the existing heroes basically all of the existing heroes already in the MCU it's like well they weren't born with their powers they get super soldier serum they have a shrinking suit one is a fucking god like being- well it's interesting they talked about it with um, a little bit Agatha sort of talked about it when the, the bomb lands in her house the Stark missile oh yep and and she's like, oh, you put this, you know, some sort of spell on it to, you know, stop it going off. She's like, no, 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 it was just a dud. It didn't explode. And you know, potentially she was already accessing magic at those uh, at those points in time. Mm. Which is what I thought it was alluding to was that she was always had magic, just not to the yeah. extent. And that that scene as well, I thought it was kind of cool because it was, you know, you that they they talk about that you know their childhood in age of ultron and then we're seeing it now so i was like ah, oh, this is kind of cool seeing actually the bomb and stuff but it also like you know when the dad comes home he's got a suitcase full of sitcoms and like there's malcolm in the middle and it's fucking you know all the all the shows that she's essentially been mary tyler moore show uh sorry uh, dick van dart show that's yeah the one. yeah yeah um so i kind of like that as well i'm like cool that explains her love of sitcoms and and having that sort of that scene of you know Wanda's upset because her brother's died and Vision is just like eavesdropping behind the wall and he comes in and he's trying to like and she's watching what Malcolm in the middle yeah um, yeah yeah. I thought that was really really cool I'm like cool that explains it but I feel like that scene should have been somewhere in a movie so then when we're watching the show we're like ah it's sort of like you know when you see uh, uh, Jimmy Woo Jimmy Woo Randall Park yeah. Randall Park yeah um, when you see him do the card trick you know to to bring out his card but you know uh, Ant-Man was doing that in the Ant- like it would have been cool to have more of a cross reference thing but that scene is more focused than just you know, showing uh, Randall Park how to do a card trick so it could be like ah that explains without you know having to actually add it in the show see I, I agree with you to an extent as well because it seems like there was a very big leap in the movies from like you know Vision and Wanda just hanging out yeah to them being in love <laughs> 
Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like the, you know, there was that bit where he was like, "Well, I'm actually here to, you know, I'm supposed to keep you here. You can't leave." And then fucking um, Arrow Boy comes in, okay. Hawkeye, and you know fights him off, and all that stuff happens. So there's, there's just just a big leap from uh, hanging out as friends to <laughs> hanging out as prisoner and guardian to being in love and on the yeah. run together. I, I just don't, I never really got that leap that they made. Because it goes from, yeah, Civil War where it's like, you know, there's something here. And then in, in Infinity War, it's like, yeah, they're in Scotland together. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're on the run and love together. Like, it's it just seems a little yeah. bit far-fetched. Like, we missed... Like, this is probably one of those moments. It's a sort of a, a keystone moment that leads on to it. And, yeah, I, I think they, they missed that part out. Did any, any of you guys have the issue that, um, that like, of course, with... Especially with, you know, Civil, uh, not Civil War, uh, uh, Winter Soldier, um, that S.H.I.E.L.D. was evil. They were Hydra. They were using the Tesseract for weapons, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, okay, this is S.W.O.R.D. This is different. This is trying to be the good. And it's like they're still doing negative things. Yeah, I think I... Um I think two weeks ago when we first sort of saw them being bad um, in the episodes, I think I brought it up to say that where I just like, I didn't like that. I mm. figured the the reason why you got rid of S.H.I.E.L.D. sort of that corrupted and the S.W.O.R.D. was meant to be the new S.H.I.E.L.D. and the new sort of positive thing. And yeah. I don't like that they've made this guy. But then again, I, I have a feeling by the end of this series, he will no longer be there. It'll be Rambo will be the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Absolutely. Uh, head of yeah. Definitely going to happen. Um, yeah. So you, it's going to be back to... Good. Or Randall Parks. Hmm? Uh, can I just say as well, I called it Project Cataract. Thank yeah, you very much. The stupidest. Uh, well, I think that was two episodes it ago. It was, yeah. I messaged you going, if that's true, I roll. <laughs> <laughs> but it does make me what work. a fucking sigh. But yes, they were definitely trying to restore vision um, through Project Cataract. And wow, wow, wow. Where, now I want to know what their actual motivations are for trying to go in there still because they've restored vision. It's back now. Yeah, but he's like she didn't take the body, and then she yeah she didn't take the body, but she has the like they're looking for to access her energy to restart him, and that's what they were using. They were using that drone that had been inside that had come back out uh, that had the this the chaos magic energy to restart Vision, and it seems like there's a big skip in logic there, but yeah, I, I can understand why they're doing it. Mm, I mean, like, I'm enjoying it more as it goes, and it's, it's better as bingeable. But there's just so many fucking like, it's why didn't you know you can fit two people on the door? Why does Leonardo DiCaprio have to die? Like, it, it's there's potholes. <laughs> um, there are 100 percent is there absolutely is. But yeah, look, the, the the plan all along has been for Sword to create their own controllable version of Vision. Um, so they've now awakened this monster, and I think that's that's going to be the final episode is them fighting this monster and the outcome of what uh, what happens there. But like, imagine you, I assume that Nick Fury is the head of uh, Sword. I nearly said Shield. Um, of course, he's not on the planet. But if, if he comes back and go, what the fuck is this? Oh, we brought Vision back. Did I say you could do that, bitch? Like, you know, it's it's one of those things that like it just it's. It's a it's a, a, a fucking store manager doing something that the area manager has no idea that they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to paint the walls pink. Um, and when the area manager comes in, hopefully they like it. Um, it's, it's also, like, for me, it's, okay, there's no Doctor Strange in the first couple of episodes. Maybe they're keeping it hush-hush. Okay, Vision tries to get out. She expands the barrier and captures a fuckload more people. Okay, you've had one... Uh, you've had one sort of thing of of, of uh, Scarlet Witch creating her hex world barrier thing. That might have been like a Doctor Strange going, what the fuck was that? The second one might be like, all right, this has gotten bigger, where it's like, okay, that's something to take note of. It's happened first, now it's happened again. Now you're like, oh, there's, a, there's another witch inside who's controlling things and stuff like that. Alarm bells must be going like, fucking warning, warning, something's going on, where like Doctor Strange hasn't rocked up. Like you think he would be like, yeah, there's weird magic shit going on either get someone inside who can talk to Wanda or snap sort of Wanda out of it or whatever it might be, being Hawkeye, or get Doctor Strange. If not, get Wong. Like, surely Wong's going, something's going on. Like, Wong's pretty clued in. But Doctor Strange could be somewhere. This is, what, three weeks after Endgame? I have no idea. What I the, think it's going to be three is. weeks after Endgame. Um, He's off getting that tuna melt sandwich with Wong. 
but no, it, it, I, I, I think it is interesting because I guess the, the whole thing with what's actually happening with Sword and if Fury is involved with it and wouldn't approve of it, but it's it's essentially having rewatched Age of Ultron the other day. Oh, it's so bad. The only good thing about that film is the costumes. But that's exactly what they've done. He's, they've created another Ultron. Somebody, one of the people has gone off on his own thing and created and worked with to get a new artificial intelligence while other people don't know or sort of don't see what's going on. So I guess the question is what that artificial intelligence or what this new vision is actually going to be like. I suspect it's just going to end up with him being essentially rebooted back to the other vision and we're just going to have vision again, except he's going to be white. That's um, that. Wow, it's absolutely where it's going. They're going to combine the two visions yeah. at some point and we're going to have vision back. But also, like, how do you start up vision from memory from Age of Ultron? Like, Thor started him up. He called out a fuckload of lightning to boot him up. Like... I feel like you're, you're gonna need someone like Thor or something to actually boot him up because no you one already really... booted. Huh? You already booted in the in the in the scene. Well, that's fucking stupid. He I, opens I, his I, eyes I, and they're super blue. Yeah, it's I, it's it's all the chaos magic that's you know rebooted him. So yeah, that's fucking stupid. I did notice as well that one of my complaints in the earlier episodes was when Vision is Vision and not pretending to be himself. His eyes are standard human blue. And I'm like, okay, maybe Wanda's projecting vision onto someone. Um, and then when you see in the, the when fucking Darcy's a clown or whatever the fuck it is, he actually has those sort of robotic blue eyes with like the high techie shit in it. I'm like, okay, that's weird, but it's it's cool. Yeah. No, I haven't really noticed <laughs> to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I, You're I, not getting a lot of support yeah, for that one. <laughs> I, pay attention, I pay attention to those small nerdy details that no one gives a fuck about. Uh, does anyone have any negatives? I've I've spoken a couple of negatives. Tom, you love this show. What don't you like? I really do enjoy this. Um, to be perfectly honest, I think that, um, and I've already spoken about it before, even the, the reveal song from before, I think that um, I don't, and I hope she's not going to be the main threat. I just don't see Agatha Harkness as that intimidating Overall, she's, I don't know. her outfit looks I'm, stupid. I'm as not. Well. I'm not a fan of what's her name. Who's the person who plays her? Catherine Hahn. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not a fan. Um, and in other stuff that she's done, I haven't been a huge fan, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, and I think that the the witch outfit that you see her wearing in the end oh, is, a bit, so is a bit dumb. It's it's very hocus pocus. Um, yeah, so 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 they definitely. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I, I feel like this has taken the MCU in a very different direction than it's gone previously. Um, and it's yeah, watching this with my lovely lady person, she did say, "Oh, they're, they're doing proper magic now. It's just magic. It's not like you know, weird Marvel whatever sparkly things coming from fingers. It's actual magic's yeah. coming in here." They've gone. They've, they've literally gone. Oh, it's runes and magic. It's not explainable by some form of science, which is what they seem to have sort of. Well, to I mean, the there's past. a lot of stuff that's not explainable by no, science. No, no, very but, guessy science. So. But, <laughs> but, but, but they try and almost. But they try and almost play it off like, oh, there is an actual logical explanation for this. It's not just a you can read a incantation. Well, I actually know. I guess Doctor Strange does. Um, I mean, the fucking power stones. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he's the time stone to, to change time, but Doctor Strange does use spells that he uses in the books as well. I don't think he's used the bolts of a devilman yet, but the, the bands of Sycorath, that's what he uses against Thanos, and that's something he uses in the books and stuff like that as well. Um, and in the books, he has a lot of those, like, um, there's, like, big circle barrier fucking things that he does and all that sort of stuff like that. Um but also, we saw magic come from uh, Ebony Ebony Moore, who was the magician guy played by fucking Tom Gleason in uh, Infinity War, the other evil magician guy. Sure, the guy who wanted to get the the time stone off Doctor Strange, and they kidnapped him and Spider Man and Iron Man. Hey, have you seen that movie Alien? And they shoot him out into space. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, guy. that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's telekinesis. <laughs> yeah, it's telekinesis, Carl. <laughs> Not magic. It's telekinesis. Yeah, I guess I'm I'm a little bit concerned with the angle that they're going with this. Um, I do I I do think it's going to be interesting, and I'll be curious to see whether they continue with the chaos magic because I was doing a little bit of reading into the chaos magic and actually where it comes from. Mm. Um, and I think it actually comes from an elder god, is what they actually say, who 
um, essentially ruled the earth before the dinosaurs or something like that ages ago. Um, and all the all mm-hmm. chaos magic comes from him. And the reason why Wanda Maximoff in the actual um, comic books or originally has the ability of chaos magic is because she's actually born at the site in which he is buried or something. Um, something to that effect okay. or he's contained somewhere underneath her or there was uh, there's something like that. So, yeah. I'm curious if they're going to go to the Elder God angle. Well, that's it'll what the be, Eternals are. They're gods, aren't they? It'll be very different MCU moving forward if that's what they're doing. Um, because, yeah. Well, the theory is at this stage, I think, that there is, you know, Agatha Harkness is not the, the evil bad guy. Overall, there is another evil bad guy that's doing some stuff as well. It feels like she's going to be uh, dismissed very quickly, sort of like... Um, yeah. Sort of like when you, when you watch the end of, what is it, The, Desol- is it the Desolation of Smaug, the second Hobbit film? Whatever it's fucking called. Um, when Smaug goes to Lake Town and then the opening, like, ten minutes of the film, Smaug's dead. Like, I feel like they're going to go down that road. Spoilers. I mean, he gets shot by uh, Luke <laughs> Luke Evans, uh, Gaston, um, and his son should be fucking dead because he holds a rope up against his fucking neck. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, I also didn't like... Uh, fuck, I just had it and I lost it. Never mind. Skip me. Oh, no, that, that um, the original Quicksilver wasn't in the most recent episode. Like, they show him as a kid, and then they show them in the... Um, in uh, Baron Strucker's fucking ex- experimental lab and, like, show him. Like, just have him be there for fucking f- five minutes. He's doing nothing. I assume he's doing nothing. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you've, you've had uh, Evan Evan Peters' Quicksilver. I'm like, yeah, throw in the OG Quicksilver. Even if it's for a fucking, you know, backstory scene or something like that. But it's just like, no, Wanda went in there by herself where, like, to me it would have been like, yeah, both kids went in there. Like, you know, the twins went in there together and then... Yeah, they both got you know exposed to it or fucked up from it, whatever it might be. They probably th- thought that, but it would probably just be unnecessary spending. Really, it's Marvel. It's they use tungsten for fucking lights. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I it bothered me when we were looking at that scene of her like Wanda remembering what it was like to be you know activated in her powers, and they couldn't even be bothered to get that fucking B grade actor who played Baron Strucker back in. Yeah. Like, that guy's got to be doing nothing, right? Yeah. The only thing he's in was the second Resident Evil movie. He was the bad guy at that. That's it. <laughs> yeah, surely he could show up for, like, two minutes. Like, for, for a scene like that that we where you're specifically trying to reference a point in time within the universe that's already happened, you're like, okay, just get this guy for one scene. It would have been a nice little cameo in there. I'm going on to IMDb to see what he's doing now. He's probably doing nothing, but yes, go on. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm curious about some of the other things that they might actually do in here. Um, so, obviously, we had the ad for Nexus. Um, and if you actually know and do some reading... Yeah, what was that? It, I can't remember the ad. Uh, it was like an antidepressant. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, ne- yes. Nexus pills. That's right. And um, it actually had like... When you when you watch TV in the States, especially medical ones, like, may give you diarrhea, bloating in the mouth, bloating in the eyes. <laughs> like, it actually did that in it as well, which I fucking enjoyed. But it's um, so essentially the whole thing with the chaos magic is the idea in the MCU is chaos magic is magic that can impact realities. Um, and then we obviously have the allude, alluding to the, the Nexus and uh, at least from my understanding, a Nexus point is where realities can be intersect, uh, intersect and where you can get pull stuff or go to different realities or anything like that. Um, and... Wanda is what is known as a Nexus being. But also, there is things known as Nexus Guardians, which we haven't seen. But their essential role is to protect the Nexus and to stop it from being um, misused or anything like that actually occurring. And Earth's one is Man-Thing. So, Man-Thing is actually meant to be the protector of the Nexus on Earth. Um, so I'll be curious to see if there is any inclination of that. Um, no fucking way there's, some, there's some theories in there that they might, um, and Agatha has contained the Nexus Guardian, and that's why we're not seeing it. Some people are thinking the rabbit might actually be the Nexus Guardian. Better a bug, <laughs> yeah. Um, so little like the, the, it's obviously deeply laced with stuff and like if you look everything can't be correct but there's the, the, the i think that's a very interesting thing that they've put in there and obviously it is going to bend into other realities but um i just want to see 
what they do next with it. I don't think they'll put Man Thing in it though. No, I want to see what they do. I mean, that's a that's a bit of a bit of a step there. I think it'll be one of those things they'll try and loop back to Doctor Strange, and so he'll be the you know, protector, and he'll start talking to everybody about the Nexus points and the Nexus beings and all the rest of it. So yeah, yeah rather than introduce something like fucking Man Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who is essentially what did he's just like a fucking swamp monster, right? He's swamp thing, but Marvel. <laughs> That's what I figured. That's what he looks like. Yeah, he's swamp thing for Marvel, and swamp thing is <laughs> done much better because done by Alan Moore. Um, <laughs> what a cool name, Man Thing. Yeah. Um, well, the, the other the other theory as well that I've heard is um, the main supervillain behind all of this is Nightmare um, is the big bad guy. Um, so he's uh, uh, behind the scenes of everything that else is that's that's going on, and has been sort of prodding um, Wanda in that uh, the direction she's gone, and he's one of the big bad guys um, that Doctor Strange faces, but also Ghost Rider. So Ghost Rider that could be interesting. Why the Spirit of Vengeance be a villain? Oh, you mean attached to Nightmare? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, the, like yeah, Doctor Strange and Ghost Rider are the like main enemies of uh, Nightmare. Right. Right. Yeah. It'd be they they tried to do Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield, and while it was visually beautiful, they fucked it. Um, yeah, I, I remember getting into Ghost Rider. I'm like, I'm gonna watch those Agents of Shields episodes. And it's like, yeah, this this guy just approached me on a motorbike and transferred the spirit of vengeance to me. I'm like, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's not like Iron Man just putting the fucking arc reactor on. Captain America going, you be Iron Man. That's that's not how the spirit of vengeance works, motherfucker. But can I, can I just say, like, there's a lot of stuff that we've talked about here, just as theories of what could potentially happen. If even one of these things is included in the last episode, that's a lot to cover in 50 minutes. Like, of, of screen time, plus there's probably going to be a big action scene, plus Doctor Strange is coming in. There's going to be a lot going on. So it also means there's going to be a lot that's left out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But mind you, I, I feel like the the whole thing for Agatha Harkness was explained in like what five minutes, ten minutes, really. So if you if you cut down the fat that isn't required, um, you probably could explain it, but it would still be a bit of a harsh explanation. I think it'll it'll probably just be yeah, she got upset about Vision, uh, the the fucking the guy from Sword, forgotten the commander's name, is wanting to get. I think he's wanting to find where Vision is in the hex and then send in. Uh, Vision 2.0 so then like the two visions can merge together to make like you know go tanks um, and <laughs> I it, yeah I don't, I don't know where this is going I'm enjoying it it's it's better I don't I don't think it's necessarily made for weekly shows because uh, at the end of each week and then you have to wait another week it's like fuck I gotta I gotta I watch 40 minutes of shit to potentially figure out if it's gonna mm. be good hang on next next week episode is the last episode is I it? told you, nine episodes. Yeah, what the hell are they going to do? I don't know. And then <laughs> we'll, the then we'll have uh, uh, Bucky and the Cap after that. I'm more excited for that. That looks like it could be fun. Meh. Did you see the fan theory that Baron Zemo, because he's wearing his mask now and he didn't wear it in Civil War, because um, he wears like a purple sort of ski masky fucking thing, that it's um, supposed to trigger people for Thanos? Because it's, like, it's got lines going down the mask, and when you look at it, it's like, yeah, kind of. I could see if you want to put it down that way. That's supposed to trigger, like, PTSD for people for mm. Thanos and snapping and stuff. Um, so, yes. Yes. Mm. Dan, anything? We, we, have, we have been rattling on for nearly an hour now. Anything to <laughs> say before we wrap it? Look, I, I think to your point as well, Tootie, like, it's um, a binge-worthy show, I think. If you had this released all at once... That would have been great. That's not the way Disney like to do it, though. No. They like to make people wait. And I think the way that modern shows have been uh, have been done, I think it's, it works better in those binge formats because you can see the whole story flow. Yeah. You can enjoy it all in one sitting or space it out however you'd like. I think that's fine to do. Uh, waiting week on week for half-hour episodes um, with massive teasers at the end, I think, yeah, it has not set up... It's not made me enjoy the show as much as I probably would have had had I watched it all together. Um, there's a lot of filler as well, and we talk yeah you know, we talk about some of those shows that you know TV shows used to go for 24 episodes in a season, oh, and God, sometimes yeah. it's just like hey there's there's about five or six episodes you could just skip over because they're just nothing. Even in this show that's only nine episodes long, and we've only seen eight episodes, I reckon you could have done that in about six. There's there's a bunch of stuff in there that you could have cut out and it could have progressed the story much more quickly, um, which would have made 
uh, made it much more watchable, I think. There is, yeah, there is a bit of fat that can be chewed off this thing, especially... A, I don't know why Darcy's. I mean, a thing. you you could take out that whole fucking magic show that they did in the second episode. Like, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that was in there that just uh, just unusable. Like everything that Vision did in that um, in episode seven was almost nonsensical. Like you could have just taken all of that out and it would have like made just as much sense. He doesn't need to be part of that much part of the story in that that episode itself. So there's a lot of fat they could have trimmed. They could have cut it down to like six episodes, done them slightly longer, and it would have been a much more watchable show. Mm. Um, so it's it's a little bit of frustration for me. I think is just that having to go through all of that. But yeah, it's pretty uh, it's pretty crazy. Well, next week's the final episode of One Division. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to see what it sets up though. That's that's yeah. the, the big thing. Right? It's got to have Doctor Strange. And uh, at, you know, pre-roll, Fuzzy was thinking, or had, had looked at fan theories that apparently De Niro or Al Pacino was potentially going to be the the actor that Paul Bettany <laughs> always wanted to work with. And we, oh. uh, I thought it's got to be Al Pacino being the Vision 2.0. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> it's Bettany on Bettany. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. It's Bettany always wanted to work with himself. I could both. Either of them could be Mephisto. I would totally have Al Pacino as Mephisto. They've both played Mephisto or Nightmare. Like either of those two is like you know devils playing behind the scenes kind of thing. Totally fine. I'd like that. Unless we have Liz Hurley playing the devil again. Remember Bedazzled? Yes, please. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Have you not seen Bedazzled? Of course I have. Oh, yes, we have. Of course we we agree with you, hundred (laughs) percent. Because Tom was looking at me like, sure, and I'm like, have you seen Bedazzled? Of course I have. It's a great movie. That was his aroused sure. (laughs) Uh, I, I, I have seen it many times. <laughs> many things. Deeply studied. It also used to be on TV once every three months. So. <laughs> I think we played good. We played pretty good out there. Yeah, I think we played pretty good out there. God, that movie is doesn't hold up, but it's still funny. All right. Uh, do we give a score for this episode or these episodes? We haven't been. Okay, then. No, I think I think what we're going to do though next uh, next time we meet is just give a score for the whole whole show in general. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like early on, I was. Uh, I think my score was going to be pretty high, but I think as it's as the show's dragged on, it's also dragged my score down. Um. So I'll, I I want to just understand that full story at the end because I don't think they've talked about doing a one division two, have they? No, it's a single. Single series is sort of one thing. shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like what they're going to do with Ahsoka and what they're going to do with Obi Wan. Oh, uh, yeah. Liam Neeson's coming to Obi Wan. Ah. Ooh, Obi Wan, Obi Wan. We're getting Qui Gon again. Me like Hello there, Qui Gon. Qui Gon was uh, Liam Neeson's also in the Clone Wars. He plays Qui Gon in the Clone Wars. Oh, does he? It's pretty good. Ah. Mm, so apparently we're getting more Qui Gon and, and and we're getting Hayden Christensen. So it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good time. Obi Wan. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so I, I do find that amusing just with Hayden Christensen in general is that everybody seemed to hate him during the prequels, but everybody is so excited that he's coming back. I think it's Me too. I'm actually keen that he's coming back. I think because when you watch, if you watch all of Clone Wars and then you watch the movies, it's like the character is so much more filled out and like it just makes more sense. Plus, I think it was what you told me is that they wanted to, Hayden Christensen was trying to do a James Earl Jones monotone so you could bridge the gap between Anakin and Vader. I'm like, oh yeah, makes sense. I actually think that's a fucking leap. I don't think he was that. Looking back at it now, I don't actually think he was that bad. I think it was what he was given. Yeah, look, there's a lot of stuff like, yeah, there was a lot of things around like Jake Lloyd, who uh, who was young Anakin. Like a lot of people hated on him as a kid, which is pretty rough. To start with, and I mean, then, he's never you know, he's, yeah. I, I, that is that is the writing. Like, I'll try spinning. <laughs> that's a good trick. Yeah, and he he's, he was doing an, an absolutely fine job being a child actor, and and what was a fucking terrible movie. But like, yeah, they they people hated on them because they they they're trying to direct their focus at what they could see in front of them, and then after a time, they realise, hey, the real problem was George Lucas. But yeah. well, that was one of the things with uh, uh, fuck. I'm just gonna say it real quickly. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Luke, want, uh, Mark Hamill wanted to do some. You know, different fighting styles and stuff like that. Like, let's try this, let's try that. And uh, uh, George Lucas was like, no, no, no. And Harrison Ford was on set, just, just fucking do it. <laughs> so, like, when, <laughs> like, uh, like certain shots where, like, he swings and then immediately sort of swings back, like he uses the momentum to swing back again, stuff like that, that wasn't sort of choreographed fighting, and that was David Prasco. Oh, shit! <laughs> He's hitting back! Um, 
and yeah, so I, I think that's why like people go like, you know, oh, Ewan McGregor's the best because I think Ewan McGregor would be like, this is what Obi-Wan, you know, this feels more Obi-Wan rather than what's told me to do in the script. Like, he, mm-hmm. I, I felt like he could have just done his own thing mm. where Hayden Christensen would have followed it to a T because he was a younger younger actor at the time as well. Anyway, that's for, uh, that's for an episode for another time. I'm doing some special Star Wars episodes with Mrs. Studi, so be prepared for that. Ooh. Mm, coming soon to a what a tease to a headphone ear. probably uh, next week <laughs> but yeah look we, we i'm very excited for um next episode of wandavision then uh, bucky in the cap after that yes. there's lots going on and march is going to be a huge month for movies so uh and loki's, stay tuned. In, loki's in june mm. Mm. so bucky in the cap has to fill out to june probably not <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we've got so many movies coming yeah. in March. It's we're not going to need. Yeah, it. we'll it's, have we'll fine. have Mortal Kombat in April. That look trailer looks fucking sick. We'll have uh, Godzilla vs. Donkey Kong. Um, <laughs> so it's a really good one. Someone made someone photoshopped Donkey Kong's ass to be like big fat asses, and it was Godzilla vs. But Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that one that was shared into the listening community the other day with the uh, gorilla playing the drums. I thought you might like that one. <laughs> the guy at the end. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, there's lots of, there's plenty more to come from Homer Simpson on uh, Shake and Not Net. There's lots of content coming out soon. Uh, all right, well, that's going to do it for me. Lads? I've been Tom. I've been available. And it was Tom all along. <laughs> yes, you finally made a monkey. Yes, we finally made, made a, a monkey. monkey. Yes, you finally <laughs> made a monkey out of me.